The radio station that loves St. Albans. 92.6 FM, Radio Verulam. Last night at St. Michael's Manor Hotel here in St. Albans, the Mayor's Pride Awards 2017 took place. Recognising people who've made a real impact on their community, these awards welcomed nominees and award winners from across the district. Before the awards, Ashling Kay caught up with the Mayor of St Albans and District, Councillor Francis Leonard, and asked her if she was looking forward to the evening. Yes, I am. I'm looking forward to it very much. It'll be a novel experience for me because most councillors don't get the chance to come to the Mayor's Prize Awards. Um, so, yes, it will be a lovely evening, and I do hope that everyone attending has a really good, a good time and a memorable evening. Now, you've seen the no- some of the nominees. Are there any that particularly stand out to you? Not really, no. I mean, they're all extremely worthy nominees. And, of course, these are just the, 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 the nominees this evening are just a culmination of quite a number of nominations, which we've read through um, some couple of months ago now. We went through them all and had to decide on the, the finalists and the winners. So um, it's very difficult to pick any one person out or one group out. It's wonderful that even though they've only been nominated, some may not go through, that they are here to share in the whole event with everybody as well. Oh yes, it is. Yes, yes. And I, I, yeah, I think it's a, a, a small way of saying thank you. Um, and I would encourage everybody, and I shall be doing it myself, to nominate those people that you come across in your everyday life that you think go for the extra mile for the community. Just nominate them, because if they're not nominated, they, they won't possibly win. Well, we're really looking forward to this evening, and uh, we, we hope we have a wonderful time, don't we? I'm sure we shall, yes. I'm really looking forward to it. It will be great. And so to the awards ceremony itself. Ian Collier was at St Michael's Manor, and he sets the scene for us now. Hello, hello, good evening, boys, girls, ladies and gentlemen, and all our listeners at Radio Verulam. We're here in St Michael's Manor Hotel for the 2017 Mayor's Pride Awards. We have eight different categories of awards, and in each there are three finalists. They are all gathered in front of me, enjoying their food and drink. You'll hear the clatter of knives and forks and chatter. Now, the public put forward names for an award, and a panel of judges selected the finalists. The mayor attending and presenting the awards is Councillor Frances Leonard. She is sitting to the left of me, looking splendid in her chain of office. Tonight, we shall be celebrating all that you do to help to make the city and district such a wonderful place. Yes, we shall be celebrating winners, but you're all winners. You all give so much. As you can imagine, it was a very difficult task to decide on the actual winners, but decisions had to be made, and we made them. I will make you one promise, though. There'll be no agonising pause before the winner is announced. No bake-off hiatus of agony. Those who know me will know that it's simply not my style. It will be short and swift. Thank you. Anyway, thank you, Madam Mayor. Good evening and welcome to the Mayor's Pride Awards 2017. This year, we've had over 70 nominations and the judging panel really had their work cut out. Now, this year's nominations is eight different categories we were received from individuals and groups from across the district. For each category, we have three finalists, apart from one where they've only got two. But 
you'll all win us. All the finalists will receive a certificate which can be collected from the hotel foyer at the end of the night and our winner for each category will be asked to come up to the front to collect their trophy, have a photograph taken, so please make sure you've got your photos ready. And do enjoy it because I've been listening to the banter where you've been having food and you've all been getting on extremely well. Apart from this table over there, it was exchanging cards and telephone numbers like there's no business. So, are we ready? So our first award is for Community Project of the Year. This award is for an outstanding community project, an individual or a group that has really made a difference to the local people and added vibrancy to the local area. And the finalists are... Bricketwood Community Choir, Small Acts of Kindness and Star Scope. And the winner is Star Scope. This wasn't at all preempted or anything. But we just, my son said to me today, you ought to plan that you might win. So we have a few sentences. We're delighted to receive this award on behalf of Starscope, so thank you very much. We're a very small local charity for children and adults with cerebral palsy in the St. Albans region, and we've been running for over 60 years. Many of our members and others with a wide range of physical disabilities, find that a trip to the loo whilst they're out in the city centre is not an easy task. It's something most people would take for granted. We've campaigned for a changing places facility to enable those who are physically disabled to access the facility which has a hoist and a flatbed changing surface so that they're able to take a comfort break in dignity. Without this, sometimes you need to lay someone down on the dirty toilet floor to be changed. And also, manual handling regulations mean that carers are not allowed to do the lifting. So it actually is solving lots of problems for lots of people to be able to access their local community. There's a map nationally of changing places, and St Albans are now on it. So thank you very much. You're listening to highlights of the Mayor's Pride Awards 2017, held last night at St Michael's Manor Hotel here in St Albans. The awards then moved on to the Young Person of Distinction, for whom the nominees were Elizabeth Pepper and Stephen Aganti. The winner was Elizabeth Pepper. Briefly, I'm so kind of proud to be up here to represent the kind of 30 members of the Youth Council, which is kind of what most of my work within the community is about. So not only do we do work to kind of support young people um, and we take a lot of um, the advice from from people that we know, so we go into schools, etc. We give surveys out to kind of get an understanding of what people are interested in. Um, But we also do a lot of work with the elderly and other people within the community, so it's not just aimed at young people. And um, I'm just really happy to be kind of a member of something that's impacting the community so much. It's lovely. Thank you. Now, I know I shouldn't be doing this, but since we only had two finalists in that one, can we give a nice big round of applause for Steve Aganti for coming second? Our third award is an award for cultural innovation. 
The award for creative people or groups whose ideas, ambition or achievements are an inspiration to others. And the finalists are... Foss House Quantum Care, Lock St Albans and the Three Busketeers. And the winner is Foss House Quantum Care. Um, we really haven't prepared anything to say because we didn't think that we'd win tonight. Um, but we're from a local care home. We are home to 81 residents in St Albans and we've recently undergone an awful lot of charity work to raise money for our immunity funds, which allows us to do things for our residents, um, such as creating sensory gardens, uh, namaste rooms, wildlife gardens, all sorts of things like that. Um, we love doing what we do. There's 100 members of staff who work incredibly hard and will continue to do so. And this sort of recognition is really what they need to um, be pushed because it is a very low-wage job. Um, so this is what they need. So thank you all very much. I'm now going to change, I've got to skip on a little bit because we have entertainment now. So, Deputy Lieutenant, distinguished guests, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to take a moment to enjoy the singing ensemble of Beaumont Secondary School. A previous incarnation of this singing ensemble sang to the Queen during her birthday celebrations at Hatfield House. And they also sang at the Mayor's Civic Service too. So please, would you put your hands together because they have stayed up late. They've got a late pass, the teacher's with them, there's no detentions. Please put your hands together for the singing ensemble from Bowman School.
Radio Verulam Community Partners. Every day, foster carers are doing the small everyday things that make a huge difference to the lives of children in care. If you have a spare room in your home, you too could join the adventure and inspire children and young people to fulfil their potential by fostering for Hertfordshire County Council. All of our carers benefit from ongoing local training and support groups, a dedicated social worker and competitive payments for skills. We also have a specialist fostering scheme for those with previous professional experience of working with children and young people. Don't delay, inquire today. Call us on 0800 917 0925 or visit heartsdirect.org forward slash fostering. For more on Radio Verulam Community Partners, go to radioverulam.com forward slash community partners. 92.6 FM, Radio Verulam. Right, well, we're still here at St. Michael's Manor Hotel for the 2017 Mayor Prides Award. And you'll have heard Mark Billsby, our MC, and our Mayor Councillor Francis Leonard making awards. I can say that so far we've had uh, the Community Project of the Year, where we had uh, Starscope. Uh, she also then moved on with the Young Person of Distinction, and the winner there was Elizabeth Pepper, Liza, as she likes to be known. Uh, we then moved on with the Cultural Innovation Award, and that was uh, Foss House Quantum Care Home. Excellent award there. And on we go. There's still more time yet. Our fourth award is for the Voluntary Sector Award. This award is for an individual or group showing through their work that they have really made a difference to the community through an exceptional commitment to the voluntary sector. And the finalists are... Tom Nettleton and Tom Waterworth, Roger Thomas and St Albans Good Neighbour Scheme. And the winner is St Albans Good Neighbour Scheme. Thank you very much indeed for this award, um, which we accept on behalf of all of our volunteers. We have 180 at the moment. We have been going for 35 years. This is our 36th year um, now of helping people within our community. We do driving to hospitals, doctor surgeries, hairdressers and friends. We also do shopping, um, befriending, gardening and decorating mainly for the elderly in our community um, which stretches in a ring road round St Albans um, from Frogmore, um, London Coney, Coney Heath um, um, just in a ring road round there to Redbourne um, and Sandridge um, I thank you so much. Our volunteers will be so proud that we've received this. Thank you. Our fifth award is for the Inclusive Communities. This award recognises and rewards a community initiative that generally unites people of different ethnic, faith or socio-economic backgrounds. Our finalists are... Doug Bates... Hertfordshire Asian Women's Association, Hawa, Shaheli Tiffin Club, and Townsend C of E School. And the winner is Hertfordshire Asian Women's Association. Thank you. Just want to say um, thank you so much on behalf of Hertfordshire Asian Women's Association. It's fantastic recognition and um, I think a proud moment to be recognised here tonight. 
Um, Hartridge Asian Women's Association has been running the Saheli Tiffin Club for since 2008. Um, we have women who are uh, 25 to 30 ladies that attend the Tiffin Club every Thursdays, 11 to 2 p.m. Um, they do an hours of Pilates exercise, um, an hours literacy. They have a snack and time to socialize. We have um, speakers coming from statutory and non-statutory organizations to come and talk about local services. And for for these women, it's like a, a lifeline for them. You know, every week they look forward to coming there. Um, and we've also set up um, women's only ladies swimming um, and we're currently working on a project um, to create a community garden as well. So thank you so much for this. Now our sixth award is for Environmental Champion of the Year. And this award is for an individual or group showing exemplary innovation or commitments to green action within the community. And our finalist star... Hartwood Volunteers, Sustainable St Albans Week 2016, and Food Smiles St Albans. And the winner is Sustainable St Albans. Thank you. Thank you so much. I completely was not expecting that. Um, Sustainable St Albans Week, it's all about trying to raise the profile of environmental sustainability across the district. And the way it works is that well over 100 local organisations take part. So, yes, we pull it together, but it's only because so many different local organisations take part, community groups, businesses, faith groups, schools. So to all the groups in the room that took part this time round, thank you so much. And if you didn't, get involved next time. April the 21st to 29th next year will be the next Sustainable St Albans Week, and you can be part of it. Thank you. Our seventh award is for Community Orientated Business of the Year. This award is for a local business that is working with the public or voluntary sectors to initiate that generally benefit the local community. They do things that benefit the local community. And our finalists are... Ye Old Fighting Cocks, JPA Furniture and Pop Dance. And the winner is... JPA Furniture. We weren't expecting this. We're slightly humbled by the people who have gone before. There's been some magnificent people. Some fantastic work are done in St Albans. We are amazed. Um, I think you've all set us the challenge for next year when we need to do rather better. Thank you, everybody. Our eighth award is for Community Champion of the Year. This is an award for an individual who regularly gives up their spare time and frequently goes out of their way for other people within the local community. And the finalists are... Sandy Adams, Helen Fish and Ray Postel. And the winner is Helen Fish. Well, this is quite a surprise, I have to say. Um, I didn't even know that I'd been nominated for this award until Helen sent me an email saying, oh, you've been nominated. And I said, well, who on earth has nominated me? And she went, no, no, I don't think you understand. It's lots of people. Um, so that was a lovely surprise for me. Um, the first bit of my life I spent being somebody's daughter. The second bit I was somebody's boss at work. I was somebody's partner, somebody's mother. And a couple of years ago, I decided it was time that I discovered who I was for myself. 
So I trained to be a Breeze champion. And Breeze is part of British cycling that encourages ladies to get back on the saddle. And as part of that journey, certainly last year, I took over 150 ladies out um, across our lovely, lovely county cycling. So whenever you're out and about and you see a mass group of ladies, you can be sure that some of those ladies have touched Breeze. And I'm delighted that two of my lovely new friends are with me here this evening, Miss Claire and Miss Sally, um, who are my greatest friends and people who I've met um, since becoming a Breeze champion. So for all of you today who are thinking about getting into the saddle, and certainly Lady Mayor, we would love to invite you <laughs> on one of our Breeze rides, and we'd be delighted to name it in your honour. Well, thank you. You're I, very welcome. I have a bike, and I do go out on it occasionally, so there you go. Well, there we go. We're going to be sorting that. And I've got a bell on it. Well, there we go. Miss Sally, the challenge is yours. <laughs> you are Breeze champion. Understand what does that actually mean? Breeze Champion is part of uh, British Cycling's initiative to encourage more women to get back into cycling. And Breeze Champions undergo a training program, so we're enabling to take women out on the road in a safe environment. Um, we encourage people who haven't, you know, done it for years and years and years. A lot of women are very nervous about getting back on their bikes, and I think really successful Breeze champions are really good communicators they're people who are really passionate about cycling and we're very motivating and encouraging um, to get lots of women out on on bikes and I think last year I managed to do that to over 500 riders which is which is just fantastic that so many women want to get out there but are very nervous about doing it on their own so Breeze um, have a training program that, that really teach us how to take groups out safely uh, so we ride together in groups well my groups are quite large so normally about 20 or 30 ladies we kind of go out together so this this sea of lycra that you see on the on the country lanes of Hertfordshire are usually breeze groups uh, ladies going out for the first time usually you know 20 30 years since they've been on a bike um, just rediscovering who they are rediscovering a passion for life um, and, and and just discovering you know the most amazing county that we live in do you stay on the roads or do you go off-road as well? Personally, I do all of my riding on the road. Um, on country lanes, we live in the middle of the Chiltern Cycling Way, uh, which is just stunningly beautiful. So there isn't a need for us really to go on cycling paths. We, we are blessed with some amazing... We have the St Albans Green Ring. Uh, there are other cycling paths, but... When I started, that felt like a, a really big leap to do that. But now I've got ladies who've been cycling with me for several years where they're, they're advancing to wanting to do sportifs, they're doing charity rides, um, and 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 miles are some of the distances now that we're able to do. So these were ladies that two or three years ago hadn't been on a bike, and we've got a whole group that are going to do London to Brighton. We've got another group that are going to do Ride the Night, which is a 100k charity mile ride. Um, just for women in London. Um, so the world is their oyster. People are discovering that they can do challenges that they never thought that they could do. They're discovering um, new passions for life. They're discovering that they can do physical challenges that they never thought that they could do, all because they've been on breeze rides. Why do you think the initiative was for women? I think cycling is a very male-dominated sport, um, the entry level into club cycling is very high. 
and there isn't anything that bridges the gap between someone who hasn't cycled and between um, the cycling levels that a lot of club cycling um, teams want you to be able to do. A lot of women aren't competitive. They don't really care how far they cycle. They cycle because they enjoy it. They cycle because they want to meet new people. They cycle because it helps them keep fit. But they're not doing it competitively. And that's really the gap that Bree set out to try and bridge. Um, when I started a couple of years ago, there weren't any Breeze champions in the area. And I think one of the lovely things is Hertfordshire is one of the most successful areas in the whole country for Breeze and ladies cycling. So we now arrive at our final award of the evening. This award is the Mayor's Special Recognition Award. This award does not have a nomination or judging process. This award is given by the Mayor after their, in, their year in office and they've been looking out for an impressive and far-reaching impact or group and activities that go the extra mile. The official description for this award is for an inst in inspirational individual or group making an outstanding impression on the Mayor in their office. <laughs> what? No, I'll read that again, I'm sorry. While she's in office... Thank you, Mark. I don't have an office. I have a parlour. Oh, I'm so sorry. This is where I get my chance to personally recognise an individual or group who have made an impression on me during my year in office. I think you'll agree this is a very difficult task. I have genuinely been impressed by so very many that I have seen over the past year, hence my vow to make lots of nominations next year. I grew up in a village in Warwickshire, the playing field, with its swings and slide, yes, that's all the equipment that was there, was at the other end of the village. The small green outside our house was only fun when the grass was cut and there was hay to play in. But a short walk across the fields was the railway line. I think this is where I say, don't try this at home. The children from my end of the village spent a lot of their time playing there, especially on the bridge across the steep cutting, waiting to be enveloped by the smoke and st of the steam trains passing underneath. We must have stunk. That's what gave me my love of trains and everything that goes with them. So I was absolutely delighted to find that volunteers had got together not only to save but to lovingly restore the wonderful historic signal box at St Albans Station. This group of people do outstanding work in preserving our railway heritage and the signal box and its immediate surroundings are a fantastic place to visit on a Sunday afternoon. Entry is completely free and volunteers give up their time throughout the year to willingly explain exhibits and entertain visitors. Children, adults too, are allowed to pull levers, operate signals and ring bells. What could be better? I am full of admiration for these volunteers for their commitment and the time they give. Not only are they providing a wonderful experience to visitors, but also in preserving our heritage. Their fame must be spreading, as I am told that it's not unusual for donations of memorabilia to find their way over their fence. I'm very pleased indeed to be able to present the Mayor's Special Recognition Award to the St Albans Signal Box Preservation Trust and the volunteers who run the organisation at the St Albans Station. Thank you. 
thank you very much, Madam Mayor, for this. Um, this is um, an award, really, for all the members. We're, there are a lot of us. Um, we do, they do immense amount of work, not only on our open days, but um, on other times. We paint, we repair, we've managed to get this shed, really, which is what it was, um, back up into a reasonable uh, condition. It's a children's paradise. Um, we have Thomas the Tank Engine in the flower beds. We have all sorts of things for children. And if you haven't been, this is the advert, we're open this weekend. It's English Tourist Board's big weekend, this coming weekend, Saturday and Sunday, and we're open both days. We're absolutely free. Come and have a ride on a steam train in the road, in down Ridgemont Road. We're laying track and we'll have a, an engine going up and down. So please come along and... Um, and help us celebrate this award. Thank you very much. Talking to Tony Furs of the Signal Box Trust, is that correct? That's correct indeed, yes. This must have come as a big surprise to you, didn't it? It came as an amazing surprise. We were very pleased to have the mayor and her husband come to the box some while ago. And um, she had said that she bought her grandchildren. And it is a child's delight, the signal box. So we, we were very pleased, very pleased, yes. You said you have a lot of members. Do you all have delegated tasks to do? Um, no, we have, we have a few dedicated people who come and turn their hands at everything. We have people who come and just do the garden. So we're always interested in gardeners. We have a quarter of an acre of garden with the most beautiful flowers in it, full of signals. And, um, and we have people who repair the signals, people who come and paint, people who come and archive the material we've got. So lots of jobs, lots of jobs for lots of people. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for chatting to us. Um, it's a wonderful award, and of course we're thanking the Mayor very much for, for recognising this, and I'm sure it will draw more people towards visiting it. Well, I sincerely hope so, and as I say, this weekend is the big weekend, English Tourist Board, and so the box is open 10 till 5, both Saturday and Sunday. We're delighted to see people. We're free. There, aren't, there isn't much in St Albans, which is free, but we are, so we're delighted to see everybody. And as it sounds like, it's a wonderful thing to see, you know, for the children particularly, to get them outside as well. Indeed, it's great for children. This is a very hands-on museum. We want people to touch things. There's bells to ring and levers to pull. And we have Thomas the Tank Engine working his way around the flower beds for the children. So, great. Sadly, it's now time to draw the evening to a close. And it just remains for me to say thank you for being such a fabulous audience. And also most welcoming and generous members of the wonderful community that is St Albans. I'm sure you'll agree it has been a fantastic evening. <laughs> Deputy Lieutenant, distinguished guests, ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the Mayor of St Albans City and District Council and our project partners Radio Verulam and the CVS, thank you very much for coming. Deputy Lieutenant, distinguished guests, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Mark Bellsby. This has been the Mayor's Pride Award Ceremony for 2017. And may I wish you a safe journey home. And until next time, keep up the good work. I wish you good health. Great friendships. Good night and take care. 92.6 FM, Radio Verulam.